0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek Hey this is Matt Lesher This is Phil
1: Lamar Hey this is Rob Taylor, aka the opinions Gotham you are listening to Geek Vibes Live
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live, brought to you by Manscaped. With summer right around the corner, the time is now to look and feel fresh, especially below the waist. Think about all the upcoming pool parties, beach days, road trips, and backyard barbecues, and to ensure that you are ready to capitalize when the right situation presents itself, visit manscaped.com. Manscaped takes the risk out of manscaping thanks to precision-engineered tools, which are optimized for, for male grooming and hygiene, as seen on Shark Tank. Uh, to find out why they're number one in men's below-the-waist grooming, definitely visit manscaped.com. You'll want to keep an eye out for the perfect package 2.0 kit that includes the lawnmower 2.0, an electric trimmer worthy of getting up close and personal below-the-waist, which features skin safe technology to ensure a nick free manscaping experience that's for you nick um get 20 percent off <laughs> free shipping in a free travel bag with promo code geek vibes 20 remember that is geek vibes 20 at manscaped.com we once again want to thank manscaped for sponsoring us and we are ready to begin the show so nick what's going on buddy how you doing
0: pretty good man how about yourself
2: I am really good. I think that was a mouthful. Um, I enjoyed it, uh, but I think that was a really fun opening.
0: Uh, <laughs> there was a mouthful about manscaping?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I used the wrong phrase there. Uh, but I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> I stand by my words. Uh, but no, we have a, a huge show on, on task today. Me and you are going to have to talk about so many rumors, so many non-rumors, fake, real, whatever so much to break down. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, Let's start off with some trailer talk. We got a new trailer. I think this was a new trailer or this is your first time showing me. Um, But nonetheless,
0: it was a new trailer. It it came out like five days ago. So since the last time we've had, we've had uh, an episode.
2: For our show, it's new. Got you. No problem. Um, So it was a trailer to The Dead Don't Lie starring Adam Driver and Bill Murray. I loved everything I saw uh, from this trailer. It definitely sold me when I saw Selena Gomez. I was like, yes, sign (laughs) me up. Yeah,
0: you do love Um, some Selena. I love
2: me some Selena Gomez. Um, But no, I did have a lot of fun with this. It kind of seems more of a darker comedy than Zombieland, um, which Bill Murray was in. Um, So I'm really curious to see how this movie goes about. I think that was, I could be completely wrong. I think I am, Nick. That wasn't Tilda Swinton, was it?
0: That was Tilda Swinton, I think. It was Tilda Swinton.
2: Okay, okay, I think, so. I think it was.
0: Because there's
2: should, a lady that looks I should that have done an
0: IMDb like real quick before we before we previewed it, but I'm pretty sure it was. I'm like now you got me questioning, but I was I in my headspace. I was like, yeah, that's that's Tilda Swinton, and then now you got me like questioning myself. I'm pretty sure it was.
2: Only only reason why <clears throat> um, I'm asking is because there is a actress who is a really well-known actress who, to me, looks just like Tilda Swinton. And I, I think wasn't I know sure. you about. I can't remember her name,
0: but I don't think oh, that's no, her. I think that's no.
2: Tilda. No, we were right. Tilda Swinton is in this. I, I just looked it yeah. up. I looked it up. Uh, and uh, I don't know if this was supposed to be, like, maybe on the low or not, but Rosie Perez, Danny Glover, Rizza, and Steve Buscemi are also in this. All women. Hell Yeah. yeah.
1: So I, I'm psyched.
2: I'm psyched, but enough for me because I think I've talked way too much in like five minutes. Nick, what are your thoughts of The Dead Don't Die?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, man. This looks awesome. I love Jim jeremish Jarmusch, um, Jaramish, jeremish, jeremish, jeremish. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Um, but he, he's a very offbeat uh, director. He did one of my, um I don't want to say like guilty pleasure, but like, Usually when I like recommend it to people, I like I'm like you're like nine nine out of ten people that I recommend it to are probably gonna be bored, but he did a movie called Coffee and Cigarettes. Um and it had a lot of these kind of same people in it. It had Bill Murray, it had Riza. It had Bill Murray and Riza in the same scene where Bill Murray's just like hanging out at a at a at a diner, like uh pretending to be uh like a like <laughs> Uh, a, a waiter or something and he's like pouring Rizza and Jizza coffee. Um and dude it's, just, it's so good. Like Riz is just like trying to tell Jizza who, who like who it is and he's like, dude that's Bill fucking Murray right there. Like so excited that he's like he ran into Bill Murray. Um but uh yeah great uh, it's 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 like a bunch of one shots put together. I think it's like thirteen different like one shots that just around coffee and cigarettes um also like so one person you did not mention who's also in this Tom Waits I love Tom Waits he's also in coffee and cigarettes um so uh so yeah that's that's exciting the cast is great um Jeremish like I said very offbeat um I I just expect this to be I expect there to be like some parallels with Zombieland but it just to be much weirder um to have uh, like weirder dialogue um, and just be like a little uh, like a little drier, if you will, than Zombie Land. Um, so I totally expect that to like throw some people off. But this is the kind of movie that like it it, it um, certainly uh, gets me uh, hyped to see just because I like this style of filmmaking, this like eccentric, offbeat first uh, style. Um, I think, um, uh, uh, shit, what's his name? Um, Edgar Wright is really good at it with maybe a little more over the top stuff. Um, obviously yeah. with Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Um, but that's what draws me to his work. And I, you know, I think you'll get a lot of that kind of same stuff, albeit with a, with a drier um, sort of undertone, um, to, to the, um, the way the film is presented uh but yeah dude i'm i'm 100 percent uh for this movie tilda swinton looks like a badass like I, i would imagine this character has like a somewhat of an ambiguous uh story that you just catch glimpses of throughout like um throughout the the movie um they never like fully reveal like where she comes from but like you're like dude i yeah i'm definitely glad i like never fucked with you you weird like morgue lady link <laughs> um, and uh, yeah dude I'm, I'm super hyped for this and It like that trailer just got me um, it's got everything that I want in in this kind of movie and I am totally on board for it totally ready to see this one yeah
2: 100% I will definitely be uh, going out to see this <clears throat> I'm not sure I forgot when it said it comes out but I'll definitely be seeing this um, June 10th I, I, definitely... I think Oh, and, oh next month uh, oh, okay, yeah. perfect. I definitely became a fan of a huge fan of Adam Driver. You know how much I love Kylo Ren. Um, yeah. Now at the point where it's like, and I, I, he, but he looks like he's playing. Like, did you see Logan Lucky?
0: No, but Daniel Craig. Movie?
2: No, but I wanted to. I wanted to.
0: Yeah, dude, it's definitely worth a watch. Like, it's and and his character in that, um, it kind of it has that same sort of, um. Dry sensibility, if you will, um, like I mean, just in like in that once that uh, kind of open. I think it was the opening scene of the trailer where you know he's like, "Shouldn't we go back and tell you know that one guy like if we're telling everybody?" And Bill Murray's just like, "Fuck that guy, like, that guy's a dick." And He's just <laughs> like, well, "All right then," <laughs> um, but like just that kind of approach, you get a lot of that in Logan Lucky. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm a huge fan of Adam Driver too, um, like. Uh, I, we're both big Kylo guys. I know a lot of people out there don't like him. Um, but you and I both have a a huge appreciation for, um, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Um, and, and that character being the, the, in my, in, in my words, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you support me on this, uh, being the Anakin Skywalker that we always deserved. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, 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 L- love him as an actor as well and I, th- I mean he just perfectly rounds out this
2: cast yeah definitely huge 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 excitement for anything that uh, Adam Driver does and I'm definitely looking forward to this great cast definitely great cast um, and it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun um, <clears throat> excuse me wow let's get into our main topics. Uh this was not on the, the topic sheet Nick but it came, across, it came across me, um, and I wanted to kind of, just, like, squash this, this rumor before it began. Um, I posted this on Facebook, but Alicia Vikander and Sam Worthington are not, I repeat, are not playing Hawkgirl and Hawkman in Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> um, now, again, the reason why I'm saying, are, like, they are not so definitively is because of where the rumor came from. Um, apparently IMDB works the same way as, um, what's that other search engine? Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Wikipedia. Rotten Tomatoes? Um, oh, Wikipedia. No, Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. To where, yeah, to where anyone could log in and put information there. It's the same reason why people thought Silver Surfer was, an, was going to be in Infinity War when we knew legally that was impossible. Um, right. So I, I just want to go ahead and squash that rumor. Uh, Before it begins now, I will say, if they do turn up to be in the movie, it's not a I told you so. It's mainly because if you're Warner Brothers, you're not that stupid to allow two huge castings of a huge movie of yours to be announced through IMDb. Like, you just, no one's that dumb. No one is that dumb. So, again, Warner. only reason, right, not even Warner Brothers. So I'm not here to squash. like It's not like someone came out, like a trade came out and said it. It was literally people who went to IMDb and was like, oh, it's there, so it's official. No, it's not. Um, I will say, though, I would love that casting if they follow um, what the report was for the Rock's Black Adam solo that is surrounded by him taking on Hawkman and Girl. Um, Those are two great castings for the characters. They have no issues with the casting. I just wanted to make it clear... Yep. It's not gonna be a Wonder Woman eighty four. But Nick, my question to you is if it mm. were to be in that movie or that casting did happen, um, how much would you like Alicia Vikander and Sam Worthington as uh Hawkman and Hawk Uh
0: yeah, I mean as far as uh Vikander, I would love that. Um Worthington I would be a little um like a little less hyped on. Um but I think I think he kind of, I think he kind of gets a bad rap because he, you know, he there was this like big kind of move, you know, in the late 2000s where they were like, yeah, this guy's the next star, and it was like, eh, is he though? Um, in the words of Thor, uh, and um, but I do think, you know, it, 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 to see him in in more of a supporting role, um. You know especially if they were gonna kind of even if they were gonna go on to make their own movie, I feel like uh Alicia Vikander has the the sort of potential for the leading lady chops, and I think the, the two of them working off each other I think could work as a as a decent pairing um so but yeah I mean ultimately i would be um I would be fine with it i um like i would I wouldn't have any huge complaint about it, especially since you know we always talk about like you know, essentially, if we get big names, we want to see them in big roles. You know, we had this discussion as it pertains uh, to Idris Elba and, you know, what characters that we would, you know, like him to play. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily want to see, like, the biggest of big names um, for, for a girl and Hawkman. Um, so I think these are the – these would be the kind of names that you'd be like you, – you might not be like – blown away and be all hyped about but at the same time if they cast somebody who is like a really big name that you would be hyped about then you know you'd have all of us you know on here maybe not the general public but you definitely have all of us be like but like they could have done so much better for that actor (laughs) so um so i think i think it's kind of the ballpark of actor that you that you would want to get um both, both actors have been the leads in various movies, um, but they, they, they could fit into um, supporting roles in other movies. Um, so I, I, I would be totally fine with it, um, you know, if, if, if it were true or if it ended up being true, um, mainly for, for those couple reasons.
2: Yeah, and I'll say that the, the two names aren't that big uh, that they wouldn't wear the mask. Um, cause, uh, I'm huge on, like, if your character has a mask, um, like wear it, like <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Um, now you don't have to wear it every single second of the movie. Um, but I think right. a fair trade is what Will Smith did with Deadshot. I, I walked into Yeah. It or just go, going to wear co- it at all. And, like be
0: a fucking badass and just be like, I'm going to fucking completely dedicate myself to this. I'm going to dread this. Uh, you know, in, in a, in a verbal way, uh, sense. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go full Carl Urban.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, if if you're committed enough to do it, I, I'm for it. Um, but I don't ever like to set myself up for that. So I, I, I work low right. and then build high. So to me, if you wear it just as often as, um, or just as much as Will Smith did, uh, as Deadshot, I'm good. I'm good. And I kind of feel yeah, like and I think Smith, you... Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I think that um, – I, I feel like it, there should be like a um, like a graph of how big of a star you are versus how long you have to wear the mask. And because Will Smith <laughs> is such a big star, like he gets by with only wearing the mask a few times in in the movie, but the less of a star you are, the more you have to wear the fucking mask. did you feel me on this? Like is this
2: a reasonable request? That's 100% reasonable because I, I, to me it's kind of just like – I just want to know whose decision is it. Like, is it the stars, or like, no, nah, I want my face to show. Is it the writers, the directors, the studio? Like, who walks into this? Like, that was one of the reasons why Tom Cruise is Green Lantern bothered me a little bit because I'm like, even though it's a small little thing that just covers your eyes, I could see Tom Cruise not having even that piece on for a large percent of that movie. Um, even though it wasn't gonna be like a retelling of how he became Hal, it would just be more so he had been Hal for years. It's now the telling of John Stewart. I could still see Tom Cruise finding reasons to not wear that mask often. Um, it, to me, it bothers him. Like, yeah, he would seem be... <laughs> to play a character that wears a mask, so wear the mask. Like, I don't right. get it. Why is that so difficult?
0: Right. Well, yeah, and even Tom Cruise, like. You know, he would basically be the like the kind of type that that was like, "You can CGI it on me if you want to, but I'm not wearing that." And and it's like, dude, we just did that in the last one, and everyone bits about it. Please, can you just wear the thing? Yes, <laughs> like, wear it,
1: man. We 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 we, we dumped mean, 50,
0: we dumped fifty thousand dollars into fucking making you know five of these for you. They're super comfy, we promise. And Tom Cruise is just like,
2: nah, no not gonna do it <laughs> i mean that was one of the biggest things with um him being iron man like one of the biggest things he didn't like is that they were like you got to wear this mask like a lot man you're iron man he wears the helmet and eh, i'm right i want to show my face it's like all right come on man like you're being ridiculous so to yep. me, it's just little did he things...
0: know that a lot of the face would be shown actually underneath the mask um and yeah he just missed a fucking golden opportunity although i will say uh it, i mean it's impossible to play a revisionist history here but um but i mean it, i think it's safe to say that um that they made the right decision and that uh that that's that's without a doubt but i also think it's safe to say that i don't think these movies would be nearly as popular if you had you know tom cruise as tony stark instead of you know uh Robert Downey Jr., who is just so charismatic and gets along with everybody, like that's that's yeah. I
2: also, I also don't see Tom Cruise being Iron Man over the course of twelve years. Um, No, that that also be like all right. Well, now you got to recast Iron Man because Tom Cruise doesn't want to do it after year four. Um, Also, could you just imagine like during
0: like while shooting the Avengers, like him trying to hand out like Scientology pamphlets, like. Would like, be so annoying. Like Scarlett Johansson's like, what the fuck's going on right now? Like, You'd have I people quitting. I don't think mid-set. that would bode
2: well for like actor chemistry. <laughs> no, not 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 at all, not at all. But um, speaking of casting, we had some breaking, but not really breaking news. Um, apparently Robert Pattinson is in talks to play Batman. I don't know why I put slash Bruce Wayne. Like, obviously, like. He wouldn't be Batman in someone else's Bruce Wayne, Um, but he's in (laughs) talks to play uh, Batman and Matt Reeves, the Batman. Um, Now to be specific on this, no deal, no offer. Um, Robert is high on a short list um, of actors, uh, you know, Reeves and WB are looking at now is between Nicholas Holt um, and um, Robert Pattinson. Now, I got something from uh a guy me and Cannon follow. I'm not gonna source it just in case I'm saying it wrong, but this is not from us. We are just reporting what we heard and apparently um oh no, I'm sorry. I do wanna source who it's from. It's from our buddy Mario, who actually um was on one of our podcasts before. Uh and he's apparently saying Warner Brothers wants Holt more than Pattinson. Um and that Pattinson's reps leaked the news to Variety in an attempt to build hype for Pattinson. Um, smart. Well, he uh, built the opposite of that. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Here's the reason why I think it did work for them. Like if they said Robert Pattinson or Army Hammer, no, it wouldn't have never. It wouldn't have ever worked. But you have people like torn. They're like, I don't want to see the guy who plays Beast as Batman. Like there's nothing Bruce Wayne about <laughs> that guy. Robert Pattinson, I at least could go. I like the idea of Bruce Wayne being what Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne was, where it was like I don't really like to be a part of the world. I'd more so rather be Batman than Bruce Wayne. And I like the idea that you could have Robert Pattinson kind of be the, I'm kind of shunned from everyone. I just want to be the guy who's protecting Gotham, more so than I want to be the guy in a suit who's out here as a playboy with all the fancy cars and stuff. Um, so I I can see that more so with um, with Robert Pattinson. It's just something about Hulk that just like I, I keep saying yuck in my head every time I picture him <laughs> as, as Batman. Um, and it, it again I think when people hear us talk about like no like I wouldn't want to see him as Batman or superhero, they immediately think we we mean that they're not good actors. No, that 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 is not what we mean. It just means like someone giving you the feel of Bruce Wayne. Like, I could look at, like, once they showed that photo of Ben Affleck um, doing that Batman smirk, that, like, if you watch the animated series, that Bruce Wayne had that kind of smirk. It was kind of like he just felt like Bruce Wayne. Like, it felt right. Nicholas Holt, is just nothing about that I could wrap my head around. But, Nick, I want to go to you. Um, your thoughts on two things, it being between Robert Pattinson and Nicholas Holt Excuse me, and um, are either one of these uh, of these selections? um, Can you kind of wrap your head around being your next Batman?
0: Well, first things first, I'm going to defend Nicholas Holt here because we Knicks got to stick together, Um, dude. Like he wouldn't be my first choice um, out of even the the more expansive list of I think there were four names. uh, that, that we had been discussing in, in the, the group thread. Um, I, you know, I, I, he would have been the lowest on my list, I think, but I do, I do like Nicholas Holt. Um, I, 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 obviously as an actor and I, you know, obviously I know you do too. Um, but I think it would be an interesting fit. I mean, I think it's something that he could sink his teeth into. Um, it would be something completely different than what he's done in the past. Um, so I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't think we've seen um seen something that would give us the um like the kind of like framework of picturing him as Batman. Like he's never been in a role that really screams, Oh, that's kind of Batman esque. Um but I still think he could pull it off. I still think he would be fine. Um like I said, that wouldn't be my first choice, but I would be totally fine with him getting the role. um as far as Pattinson, the reason I say it didn't work for them is because there's already like fucking like online petitions of like don't let Robert Pattinson be Batman um I've seen just various friends of mine who are like really like you're gonna you're gonna fucking let it be this guy um and uh you know it it it's it's somewhat reminiscent of the um you yeah, know yeah. the <laughs> The recent Game of Thrones fans petitioning them to remake the final season, um, or Star Wars fans petitioning them to, you know, uh, you know, basically remake Episode Eight and consider that a fever dream and not canon. Um, It's never gonna happen, people. (laughs) Like, especially, you know. Uh, re- redoing a, a whole season of a television show or remaking a movie, like it's not going to happen. So I don't know why you even waste your time signing these petitions. Um, but, uh, and I don't think it would ultimately matter with Pattinson because, uh, dude, Warner Brothers has been through this before. If they think that's their guy, they're not going to care what the backlash is because they remember what it was like when they named Ben Affleck that man. And the backlash was crazy, and then when he became Batman, everyone was like, I don't really know about that movie, but Ben Affleck is Batman. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, and so they like, like, they feel very confident in, in their, their casting decisions, as well as they should um, because they have actually done a very, very good job in that department. Um, but – uh, but yeah, so that's not going to make a difference either. Um, you're just wasting your breath, people. Uh, but as far as how I feel about Robert Pattinson, um, maybe it's because I've never seen a Twilight movie. I Like, I don't know. Um, like, I've seen a couple of his movies, um, like, that came after Twilight. Um, and I thought he was really good in both of the ones that I saw. The, the one that I – I can't remember the title, but the one that I really kind of – um, the, the one that stuck out to me the most is he plays like a like a young playboy back in like maybe late 1800s England, maybe sometime in the 1800s England, uh, where he like goes around and um, hooks up with like a bunch of debutantes and shit. Um, it, it, it's it's a very much like a period piece. Um, at, it, it's not a great movie, but his performance in it was really fucking great, and I remember watching. Like, watching it even at the time several years ago and just being like, right, just, just, I mean, I know people hate this guy because of Twilight, but, I mean, from what I see from this, like, he's pretty pretty good. Um, and I totally think he could pull it off. I think he's a good actor. I think, uh, you know, from everything that I've heard and what little bits and pieces that I've seen, the Twilight movies are pretty garbage. Um but their garbage as a whole, it's not like you can you can point to any particular part of that movie and be like, Oh, well, that movie is, you know, fucking or that, you know, that particular performance stands out as really bad. Like, no, the whole fucking thing is trash. That's like saying, Well, Hayden Christensen can't act because he was terrible Anakin Skywalker. It's like, Well, yeah, but like, dude, we know how good fucking Ewan McGregor is as an actor and even he doesn't isn't up to his best when he's in the Star Wars movies. He is the best part of the Star Wars movies, the prequels. But you know, even he's not up to you know tip tip top of his game. If you think if you think I'm lying, go watch Big Fish, because um, like there's where you get your cream of your crop um, or Train Spotting. Uh, but regardless, uh, I think Pattinson would be fine. I would like to see him bulk up a little bit, obviously um but i mean i think that would be part of you know what what he would you know what they would ask him to do and what he would be committing to do um if he took on the role um but uh but yeah i, I mean i think he he's a good enough actor i think especially because you know we've been talking about this for a while that the kind of batman movie um that reeves wants to make being more of this detective noir um I think Pattinson could fit that to a T. I think he could fit that that character. He's definitely got the brooding nature that I think would be necessary. Um so yeah, I'd be fine with it, man. Uh, like and it would just be great because we would be going from Batfleck to Pattinson, uh props to Joel on that one. I think um and uh and that would just be great. Like we we just have a new a new uh um uh, a new way to incorporate that into the actor's name, and I'm I'm all on board for that.
2: Yeah. Um. It, it, the the only issue I have with the build of Robert Pattinson, it's not that I don't think he's not big enough to be Batman. It's just I need his shoulders bigger because I need for the cape to come all the way, um, around. Like I need whoever the next Batman is. I need them to have shoulders bigger, so than it's a believable. Cape. Huh? Say it again. You're big on that cape. That's a, you've been—you've been championing that for a while. <laughs> you know, I got—I got it from Joel. He said it once, and then like he showed me a photo of what he meant, and I'm like, "Yeah, we've never had a Batman do that in the movies, like ever." Nope. And it's so easy to do. <laughs> it's like, why? Why are right. you ignoring this? So to me, it's <laughs> like whoever my next Batman is, I just want him to be able to do it. Um, and again, that's not me saying that Robert Pattinson can't. Um, get his you know, shoulders a little bit more bulkier uh, for that to kind of work. But I think if you have like super slim shoulders, it just kind of makes the, the cape seem a little bit more droopier. Um, and I kind of want it a little bit more full. Um, that's why Ben's Batman would have been perfect to do that for. Because um, he had the stature for it. I mean, and, he, and he had the height for it to so where the cape wouldn't even hit the ground. Um, but yeah, to me, I'm, I'm fine with Robert Pattinson. I haven't honestly seen a lot of these movies that everyone's championing, uh, championing him for, I did see all of the Twilight. I do think he's the best thing of any of the Twilight. Um, I I I remember thinking like I had a bigger issue with uh, Kristen Stewart or Kirsten Stewart, uh, how do you pronounce it? Kristen name, coming out of Twilight than I did Robert Pattinson. Um, like yes, when I first heard, well yeah, because uh, you hate of- women. Well, yes, of course. No, her character was just so like dull. It was just like so boring. I wanted to fall asleep every time her character was was on screen. I've heard
0: that. Yeah. Um,
2: but um, but no, I, I honestly, when I first heard Robert Pattinson, when we heard this months ago, um, I didn't like it mainly because I still was holding out hope you would either go Army Hammer or an older um, even though he's only a few years older than than Robert Pattinson, I still didn't know Robert Pattinson was thirty one. Um, but Army Hammer, cause he was the, he was the physique that I wanted or John right. Hamm who had the physique and the age that would have just made more sense to stick to. So I just right. wasn't, and then, you know, I started thinking about Kit Harrington. then you had the, um, uh, no, I never was the of that. that you like, uh, Richard, Richard, uh, Richard Matt. Richard Matt, Richard Matton, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I started liking those names. So then the more names that were said that I liked, the less I liked Robert Pattinson. But now if you're telling me he's going to be my Batman, I don't have any complaints. I just want Batman. Like, I, at this point, I'm starting to really not care who you put in the cowl. Just give me someone. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at. So I, I am not of the clause of uh, holding Twilight against them, But I also have not seen a lot of his movies that people champion him for. So to me, I'm indifferent. I just I care less. Just if he's gonna be Batman, cool. I could wrap my head around it. I'm fine. Like there's no complaints from me. So he's he's definitely got the look.
0: Like just on his face, his face looks like a like vigilante uh, justice seeker. (laughs) Like you know what I mean? Like he's got that face that he can have that like brooding sort of nature. And if you put that in a Batman sort of sense away from the whole twilight sort of brooding that you know it's totally different kind of brooding um but like i i, I can get behind it I, I agree with you though like you got to bulk up on those shoulders um i mean he's probably gonna put like 40 or 50 pounds of muscle on um to Definitely. really like look the part um but i mean you know if he's He seems like the kind of actor who would be committed to do that. We've seen the transformations that Christian Bale has made to capture yeah. the various performances that he's done. Um, mm-hmm. and ha, I mean if you had seen like The Machinist in 2004 and someone said, yeah, he's going to be the next Batman, you'd be like, what the fuck? He <laughs> like, well, weighs will like say- 100
2: pounds. Like, I will say Christian Bale is an example of what I didn't necessarily like body-wise. It kind of felt like his Batman felt small, not small in height, just small in stature. Like, he just kind of seemed eh. slim. Um, is
0: I he's, he's, he's pretty yeah. big in the in those movies, in my opinion. Like,
2: you no, look at bigger those Bigger than scenes, he usually is? Yes. But bigger yeah, as, much as bigger. compared to other Batman, uh, uh men rather? No. He's no, Michael you, Keaton, if not bigger. I think Michael Keaton might have been a little bit shoulders-wise, uh, not not taller. I don't think so. Bigger. I think he's also taller, so. so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't think he's um, taller.
0: I think they're like about the same height, but I could be wrong
2: there. I could be wrong, um, but nonetheless, we have more news coming out of the Batman. Apparently, my, uh, Michael. Wow, Matt Reeves is still tweaking his script, which is rumored to have at least two villains. The Penguin being one of them. According to sources, one person is telling us there will be around half a dozen villains. We're hearing of another perfect character, Catwoman, making an appearance in the script as well. By the way, I do want to tell uh, you brought up the fact that people are, are petitioning for him not to be Batman. I'm also seeing people petition Stewart to be Catwoman. You got to stop. You, you just you got <laughs> yeah. to stop. Petition, you people. have to stop. Just stop with the fucking petition, stop Yeah, you definitely. Well, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Please stop it. Um, but no, Nick. Uh, what are your thoughts on there being around half a dozen villains, which isn't shocking if you're following year one, um, and the idea of Penguin and Catwoman possibly being the two big bads, um, in this film. Oh, it's cool. Like we haven't seen them
0: since ninety two. So I mean, I'd be down to see them. I, I. the one thing that I I, I was kinda of thinking of is I I would like to kinda of change up the because we got you know, we saw them together in a movie. Now maybe just the way that this film's gonna present itself, it'll be like the pairing will be a lot different. And I guess I should say that um as far as far as Catwoman Selena Kyle, we did get her in um The Dark Knight Rises. So um but mm-hmm. we haven't seen Penguin since ninety two. Um but uh but yeah, like ultimately I'm fine with it. I would prefer that one of those two be kind of one of the, I guess the backdrop villains and then have another one be kind of the focus. Um but I do like the notion of Penguin just just personally um we've seen a lot of Joker. We we could maybe take a little bit of a break from Joker. Um and it's been so long since we've seen uh an iteration of the Penguin. Um, and Danny DeVito does a fucking great job and that was just, like probably the best casting that you could come up with for 1992 Batman I'll be really interested to see if that does end up panning out who they ultimately go with as far as um an actor for the penguin um, cuz there's there's I've seen a lot of different ideas um most of which I'm I just kind of shoulder shrug like I'm like yeah yeah I guess that could work um I, there's not any one person that I've seen that I'm like, yeah, like, that would be fucking great. I think the one that I kind of like the most is Jonah Hill um, just because I think he's shown his various acting chops um, in movies like War Dogs and The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and I think that he could bring um, – it, it would – it. it I think he has the ability to do a lot of various characters in different roles. And I think he could, um, uh, it would give him something entirely new to to do with with um, a character, which is always exciting to see for, for an actor. Um, so that's probably the, but even that one, I, I'm like, yeah, that would be really cool. But like, I, I feel like there's got to be somebody better. Um, but regardless, as far as there being, uh, you know, around six, and i'm not saying half a dozen I'm trying to make it sound like it's more than it is it's six you can just say six um but uh but um i uh i i i like that that or that i don't like or dislike the notion i think uh it's, most of those should be in passing um there should be a focus there should be a, a villain to focus on um uh, you know especially since we're getting um you know uh i would say like a, a new introduction to to batman and his world um but i will say this if you again if you're going to if you're doing like this sort of detective story film noir thing you could see batman going through like like solving cases going through a lot of different stuff and and coming across various um uh, rogues Gallery villains throughout the movie, and that would be pretty cool. Like that would that I would be fine with. Um, so I don't know. It'll it'll certainly be interesting to to see what direction they go and and how if this report is true how much of an involvement each villain will have. Um, but I I'm definitely sold on Penguin. I think that's that's probably the villain that I would pick first as far as who's a big villain who have at this point like what big villain have we not seen? The only other villain that sticks out to me um as as somebody that I would really like to see done right is um Mr. Freeze cuz I think like a, a a more accurate adaptation of Mr. Freeze would be really fucking cool um and I hope they they do that at some point, or maybe he has a small part in this movie. Although I would want him to have a whole storyline, I don't. I wouldn't want him to necessarily be just like a side villain or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I like you know the majority of what I'm hearing from this.
2: We do have a report. Um, we just we just posted this from the film festival. Robert Pattinson's team has confirmed the actor is locked for the Batman role. Nothing official yet from Warner. Uh, but the announcement could officially come next week. Um, All right. They're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of talking from his end, so I hope like it doesn't turn out that it's not him because it'd be really embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah. But that 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 sounds as, as official as, as you're gonna get. Um, I will yeah. say, and I'm again totally fine with it. Go ahead.
0: No, just that's it. Again, I'm just totally fine oh. with it. Like, gotcha. I. I I know a lot of people are going to lose their shit. Just remember, all you people losing your shit, you lost your shit about Ben Affleck, and he turned out to be fine. You lost your shit about um, Heath Ledger, and he turned out to be fucking amazing. So, like, to maybe be fair. just pump the brakes a little bit.
2: To be fair, Nick, I'm at this point where I'm kind of just like, if you don't like it, you do have the right to, like, not see it. So, like, just right. don't go see it. <laughs> I mean, I'm at yeah. this point because to mean, me… I-
0: go ahead. i get it to a to a certain extent because like it's like if you really love batman like if you just fucking really love batman and, and you just want like the best possible batman that you can see and and you just don't envision robert pattinson being that like i could understand you being upset like being like oh damn it dude like well hope you know talk, hopefully he surprised me like the, all those big Batman fans, those are the ones who are bitching about it, and they're going to go see it regardless. Um, m- my thing is just like, it's one thing to be like, m- definitely not my choice, crossing my fingers, hoping for the best. It's another thing to be like, let's fucking start petitions and, and get them to change the or you know, like, that's just you're, you're, you're losing grasp with reality, man. Like, you're not going to change anything.
2: Yeah, I mean, but no one is, no one reacts that that rational, as rational as you get. That's did, true. Where it's like, oh man, like it's not the guy I wanted, but hopefully he does a good job. No one on the internet. Does no. That thing. So that's <laughs> Very why I cute. went with. That's why I went with. Like, if you don't like it, you do have the option to just like not see it. <laughs> like, just don't go yeah. see it. You know, because the best way to change uh, Warner Brothers' mind on who's Batman is if the movie falls flat on its face, makes no money. That's the best way yeah. to do it. So if you guys want to invoke change. Best way to do it. Stop going. Um, yeah, don't, no, don't give mean,
0: your money to it. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: don't don't give them your money. Um, but I will say for Penguin and Catwoman, I, I do wish they just went with different characters. Like, because you're changing the actor does not mean that we have not seen it done before, even if you change the story. Like, um, what we got from Catwoman with, with Keaton was not the same as what we got with Catwoman with, with uh, Bale. But it's the Correct. same character. Like I don't want to continue yeah. to see the same characters in a Batman movie. Like I think they sometimes Who would you want to see? Rogue. Would, Who would I want to see? Is the Hush? main villain. Yeah. Oh, oh, is the main villain? I told you I've always wanted Slade. Like since Ben had that in the script, I want right. Slade. But if not Slade, Hush is fine. I'd actually like a movie where Two faced is the only villain. Um, I'd like that. Um. Joker has been he, there, done that. Penguin's been there, Black done Mask that. Riddler, been good I'd like.
0: If, if, yeah, and Black Mask would have been good if they hadn't done, you know, the if he wasn't going to be involved in the I'll uh, say Birds it Prey.
2: I'll say it again, Nick. I would have been fine if the first Batman movie was a 30-year-old Bruce Wayne who was going up against for the first time who? Rachel al Ghul, played by who? Benicio Del Toro. I'll take See, that. See, but you're like, still evoking people
0: we've seen before. So, like, even some of yeah. those are people we've seen before. Yeah, so we haven't seen to me, Penguin since 92. So it's been longer since we've seen Penguin since any of the characters that we have seen that you've mentioned.
2: That is true. That is true. That is true. But like I said, like you said, Hush, I'd go Slade, um, Mr. Freeze we've seen before. Um, but I would love to see Bryan Cranston as Mr. Freeze. I think he could Come really, on. really, really make that amazing. character interesting. amazing i uh, yeah. I love that. But I, as far yeah, as Yeah, I think Mark thoughts, Strong, if he hadn't already been,
0: you know, in a D C E U movie now I agree but
2: with you. Yeah. same same way that Brian Cranston should have been Lex Luthor, but obviously we're we're at where right. we're at. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I, I personally for Penguin I I've always well not always, but I posted this not long ago, maybe a few weeks ago. Um, if anyone ever watched the show Blacklist, um why did I just forget his name? Oh my goodness.
1: James oh, Bader,
2: man. yes, James Bader is penguin. He would do an amazing, mm. amazing penguin. He's even. I can see not, that. Obviously, he's not that short, but he's he's actually not that tall either. Um, yeah, he he's like work. my
0: height. He's like five Yeah.
2: Yeah and seven, he wears, um, yeah. if you if you watch the blacklist he always wears like a top hat. So I'm like, ah, oh, even better. Like he would just be so he would walk right into yeah, that role. That'd be good. And um and he do a really good I job. At, I love James Spader. Like, I'm a huge I, I James mean, Spader he, fan.
0: He's, oh, he's fucking fantastic, man. Like uh yes, he is. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you've never seen 2 Days in the Valley, definitely check out 2 Days in the Valley.
2: I definitely will. I definitely will check that out. James Bader um, and Charlize Theron in her first movie. Um, oh,
0: yeah, And, you had to tell like, me. oh, my no, God, she's so sexy in that movie. <laughs> Nick, don't
2: say anything else. That's all you had to tell me. Uh, well, once you told me she was uh, in it, Young? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah I'm going to that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, it, it's you telling me that there's half a dozen villains, um, I kind of hope that this plays out to where it seems like Penguin is, like, one of the head guys, but it's more of an ensemble kind of thing. Um, Because I could wrap my head around that more so than you telling me it's it's centered around Penguin as a villain and other villains just happen to pop up. It's like, no, like you know what you could have done also, Bane. You've never done Bane properly. Uh, I know we've gotten him twice. The first time I don't count because it was just like, all right, he visually looked like Bane, but like he said nothing. He just grunted, and I was like, what? What am I watching? Um, And then we had more of a realistic Bane with with Tom Hardy, and it's like. You could do Bane right, like we—you <laughs> can. I don't know why they make it so difficult. Um, but there's so many villains of Batman's rogues gallery. Batman—they should treat the same way the MCU is treating Spider-Man. Like, have you noticed we have not seen any of the villains we've seen before in Spider-Man's world? I mean, hell, there's no Norman Osborn yet. There's no Harry Osborn. His best friend is is Ned. True, so, to but me, the, the,
0: I feel like they've presented more villains on screen for Batman than they have for Spider-Man. Could be wrong, no, they but have, I, I'm pretty sure.
2: They, no, no, they 100% have. But the thing is, like, you keep going to the well. Stop going to the well. There's other villains you can use in Batman's world. Like To me, yeah. I, I always tell people, Batman and Spider-Man, no matter who you have casted, no matter who you have as villains, whatever, people are going to see it because it's more of the most recognizable superheroes. So they're going sure. to see them regardless. So it's like if you did did change it and just, like, let's say you gave us Hush. Like, just because the the people who don't read comics don't know Hush does not mean they're not going to go see it. I'm pretty sure they don't know any of the Batman villains if they don't read comics. So it's okay to change. That's why I like that um, Homecoming gave us Vulture. Like, I never thought I'd see Vulture on the big screen because the character is so boring and lame. They found a way to make it interesting. How? (laughs) By they made him
0: very badass.
2: By casting, yeah. by casting Michael yeah. Keaton. That was a way to kind of make right. that character interesting. So it, it's doable. Absolutely. Don't don't work in such confined areas when it comes to giving us new Batman villains. But who knows? Maybe Absolutely. if Matt Reeves does, if he does a trilogy, maybe that's where we see Hush. Maybe that's where we see Court of the Owls. Maybe that's where we see Slade. So, I mean, you know, here's to giving him that chance, but I don't like that the first one's starting with someone we've already, two people We've already seen numerous times. Very um, but, uh, very
0: fair point. Um, real quick, uh, yeah, I, I will say this: greatest fake trailer of all time. Did did you? I don't know if you ever saw this, but it, it like it dropped bef- kind of before social media hit like a peak where like people could be like, yeah, this is fake. And so like there was probably like a forty eight hour span where I thought it was real, but when the first fake trailer for. Um, Uh, The Dark Knight Rises dropped. Uh, It it was a bunch of clips of Robert Williams, um, like, played uh, from various movies that he's done, played over, like, um, different, like, shots of of, uh, Christian Bale's Batman. Um, And it was perfectly pieced together, and it was, like, like so clear that, like, they were trying to invoke hush um, with, with the way they shot it. And, like, there was, like, a 48-hour period where I thought we were going to get, in the third, in the Dark Knight Rises, we were going to get fucking Hush, Robert Williams as Hush. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God, I lost it, dude. I was just so excited. And then, like, you know, 48 hours later, they were like, yeah, like, this is big trailer. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And I was so disappointed.
2: Yeah, I always I always like the idea of, like, again, I hate to keep saying this because we're about to have a new one, but – when Ben was Batman, I loved the idea of Michael C. Hall being Hush. Like that just being Ooh, yeah, be good. The, the, the opposite of, of Ben. Um, I thought that would have been a great uh, combo between those those two actors. And I think Michael could have definitely uh, dug really deep into, uh, into Hush and kind of make it his own. Um, but now i got to kind of figure out who fits well with Robert Pattinson to be Hush. Um, I, think and could I don't think you see Michael know. C. Hall.
0: I, I mean, you fine. could,
2: but to me, I would have to wait and to see, like I, I want to wait to see what right. his Batman body looks like because then that's what I want yeah. Hush to kind of to kind of mirror. Um, like Michael sure. C. Hall is a pretty big guy, so like I don't want his huge Hush going up against a small Robert Pattinson. So once I see his Batman body, I'll be able to kind of better figure that out. Um sure. So we got some. More news not of the world of DC right now. We're going to kind of move over to Marvel, and we have some news coming out of Black Widow, the spinoff movie that we don't need. But anyway, um, apparently there are Fuck reports you. that Black Widow could take place, um, the, the movie could take place after Civil War, uh, potentially no longer being a prequel. Uh, We might have a better understanding of the timeline now thanks to a comment from Winter Soldier himself, Sebastian Stan. According to him, the movie will take place between Civil War and Infinity War. This time period was while her, uh, Captain America, and Falcon were on the run and hiding. Now, the only reason why I don't know if this will necessarily work is because it'd be hard, I'd be hard-pressed to believe that she was off doing something um, and Cap and Falcon didn't go with her. Um, and I think it's really obvious Chris Evans not coming right back um, to be Captain well, America. Well, except that they were off looking for Bucky. No, 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 no. If this was between Civil War and Infinity War, they had already had
0: Oh, that's this. right. That would be Infinity. between Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah. Right. I that's what you. you're
2: thinking. Right, right, right. Yeah. If it was that, that would make more sense. Because you could say she was off doing S.H.I.E.L.D. business, um, so you wouldn't have to incorporate Cap or, or Falcon because she right. was by herself. So that would be fun. Right. Um, I think the reason why a, a, a prequel kind of just fit for me is it was the best way to kind of usher in Taskmaster. Um, I, again, I don't really need to know her history because I've seen that with Salt and then Red, uh, Red Sparrow. Um, it just, I, I've seen it before. And
0: we even um, saw enough of it in Age of Ultron. Like, we got right, enough right. to piece it together.
2: Right. I, it's like, I don't need to see more of that. Like, I get it. Um, now, if you're telling me about... And I don't need to about, see
0: Budapest. I'm just saying, I like...
2: Just, I it, was just about to say can, if you're telling me... Go ahead.
0: Well, yeah. It, like, I I mean, I would be fine with it, but, like, I... I like, a lot of people are like, I want to know what happens in Budapest. Like, I'm fine with it just being ambiguous. Like, just... some, It's just something between her and Hawkeye that they mention occasionally. Like, we don't... We don't have to see it. I, I, If that's what we end up seeing, I'm fine with it. But, like, I feel like there's I, – I don't know. I feel like there's some uh, other different stuff that you could do, um, even if it is a prequel, even if it, it does take place before Iron Man 2. Like, that's fine, too. But, like, I don't I don't need it to focus around Budapest.
2: I don't need it to focus around Budapest either. But Budapest, they've built it up to where, like, it's obviously – um, invoked intrigue, like people want to know what Budapest was. Um, yeah, it needed to be Budapest, but if you're telling me it's Hawkeye and Black Widow versus the Taskmaster, you could 100% sign me up for that. Um, sure, I, I'd be 100% okay with that. Um, but it also does not have to mean she's part of Shield. Like, there's just so much you could do, but now there's not so much you could do because if it's between Civil War and Infinity War, she was with Cap and and Falcon, uh, like the entirety of it. So it's like at what point was she able to run off and just do her own thing and Cap and, and Falcon not say, you know what, we should probably back you up. So I, 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 don't, I don't know how much I would buy into that. Um, you know, a, a lot of times these actors speak a lot. The only, only way I would give credence to Sebastian Stan's comments is if he's in the movie. If he's in the movie, he would obviously know what the, what the script is like. But I find it hard sure. to believe Marvel who didn't let people who were in the movie read the full script, give the full script to someone who's not even in the movie. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But, uh, but Nick, your thoughts on um the Black Widow solo possibly being between Civil War and Infinity War?
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I, I feel like you would, at the very least, you, you would need, like, maybe not need it, but it would make a lot of sense if you at least had, like, um like a Steve Rogers cameo with some explanation of like what he's doing. Um, you know, like, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like you would necessarily need Falcon and, and, and winter soldier or anybody else. in it. in fact, I, I don't even think it would make sense for winter soldier to be in it. Cause you know, obviously he, he went into the cryo freeze and then came out and presumed, but it wouldn't necessarily make sense for him to be in it. Um, but, uh, but I do think that, um, like ultimately, if that's the direction they go, I mean, I'm, I feel like Feige's just so much more hit than miss. Like, I, I, I'm gonna trust in him. Um, but I, I think that there are probably more fascinating stories or, or more fascinating time frames that you could delve into. Um, like I said, I, I again, I don't necessarily need you to do Budapest, but. Um, but like, I, I agree with you, like something that, that maybe even just sets up like, uh, like Clint and Natasha meeting for the first time, um, that even takes place before Budapest. And maybe you have the movie end with like, oh shit, like we gotta, we gotta go to Budapest. And like, that's how the movie ends. Like, I'd be totally fine with that. And then people would be like, what the fuck? You know, there'd be, a, there'd be like this small outrage, but I, I'd fucking laugh at it. I think it was great. Um, but yeah, like them squaring up against Taskmaster, um, that would probably that I mean that intrigues me more than anything that I can think of that would take place in between uh Civil War and Infinity War. Um but that doesn't mean that they can't still make an interesting story. I, I'm sure that whatever we get from it is going to be interesting. It's going to be um a fun a fun ride, a fun watch. Um but, yeah, I mean, I, I just think, to me, the most interesting dynamic would be seeing um, seeing uh, Natasha and Clint and how they came to be, um, you know, such close friends. Uh, you know, I, I just feel like, and I feel like, you know, it would be something, especially if done right, that you could watch that sets up, like, the rest of the MCU, um, you know, to, to where, like... You know the the conclusion, or or the I guess conclusion of the second act of um, of in uh, game just becomes that much more powerful. Um, like I, that that is, if I could pick anything, that's what I would want to see. Yeah,
2: and I, I'm really interested to see how it, it ties in. Every Marvel movie ties in. Um, so will this end? Obviously, it won't have an end credit scene, um, but will it tie in? Um, or maybe it does have an in credit scene if it is in today's time, um, and it's not a prequel. Maybe you do have an in credit scene. I mean, it's just that... I don't want to say a lot of questions. I don't think people have a lot of questions about this movie. It's just like when it comes out, I'll see it, and, you know, that, that's that. Um, but, yeah, it's just... It, it's, a lot more questions have now been raised because of Sebastian Sands than I ever thought I would have going into this movie.
1: <laughs> um,
2: but uh, let's, let's move on. Um, this story, Nick, we can kind of just rush through, because I think it's stupid, but I wanted to, to talk about it anyway. Um, Peter Jackson <laughs> tells right. Empire Magazine that Kevin Tsujiahara asked him two separate occasions if he would be interested in directing Aquaman. Peter declined both times saying, I'm not a superhero guy. Um, I have to ask this. Um, you're not a superhero guy. Um, I believe Peter Jackson, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. I'm not trying to Sound like I know everything. I think he did Lord of the Rings. I think he did he King did. Kong. I think he, he did, did Percy Jackson. Um, those maybe. all feel. I think he did. I think he did do Percy Jackson, like Peter Jackson's. Per, no, maybe it wasn't. Um, but we'll go with Lord of the Rings. Let's just stick with Lord of the Rings. That's a superhero. Yeah. and he definitely did King Kong. Is, right, right. That is a superhero kind of feel. Like it feels mystic. It feels mysterious. It feels all of the things that Aquaman exactly was. Um, so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, who cares? We got the Aquaman movie by James Wan. We all enjoyed it. Maybe more some more than others, but yet it still was a hit. Um, my question to you is, Nick, um, if Peter Jackson were to do a superhero movie, you know, even though he's not a superhero guy, but I call bullshit, um what would you what would you see him doing if he were to do a superhero movie?
0: Huh. Um probably something like really out there like um some kind of cosmic universe something um that doesn't feel so much like a superhero movie. Like I mean, I could totally see him like you know, getting into doing like uh, like a New Gods movie or you know something like that, um, more so than you know an Aquaman uh, movie. Um, so that, I mean that would be that would be my best guess. Something, if not that in particular, just something that's very cosmic and out there and doesn't maybe have as much of the the feel of a quote unquote superhero movie. Um, I and here's the thing, like Lord of the Rings is not superhero um if anything it's it's it it, it it's very much fantasy um and, and almost borderline like kind of fairy tale um if you will with a lot more complexity than of course your average you know short little bedtime story fairy tale um of its because of its like hugely epic nature um and of its thematic undertones um but like I'm not going to ever bash anybody who doesn't like superhero movies. I mean I remember Dane got so pissy – and yes, I'm using the term pissy, Dane, because you did um, – about uh, the the guy who – I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But the guy who did Hell or High Water, um, he also did um, – uh, what else did he do? I he, he wrote Hell or High Water. He wrote, I think, Sicario, um, and he wrote um, – uh oh shit, I can't remember the name of it. Wind Wind River, uh the the movie with um Jeremy Renner and uh Elizabeth Olsen. I think it was a Netflix movie. Um but uh very like he likes crime dramas and so he came out and said something to the effect of, you know, he he, he wishes there was a bigger platform for the kind of movies that he wants to make and you know he thinks that, that you know, superhero genres is, is kinda has kind of taken over and it's making it harder for you know um, the kinds of movies that he wants to make to gain traction and to be um, financially successful, and you know, so that's his gripe against them. Um, and like, I, I get it, like I, I totally fucking get it, dude. Like, not right. not your, not your, yeah, not your cup of tea. And yeah, they are making it hard. Like, you got to really make something super intriguing, like a Sicario or like a Hell or High Water, which
2: Hell or High Water
0: probably my second favorite movie of 2016 it's fucking amazing um yes it is but uh but yeah like uh so i'm not going to take offense to to peter jackson here either like just because he likes lord of the rings doesn't necessarily mean that he would like dc or or marvel or anything else so um you know it is what it is the different strokes for different folks and You know what? I'm glad we got James Wan to do it because he obviously cared about the project and wanted to do it. The last thing I would want is someone who doesn't really care about the source material to do the project because let's take a look back at the times that we've had that happen with comic book movies, and it hasn't really played out very well for us as fans, Um, just no no matter what the talent is of, of any said director. Um so yeah, like I I uh you know, you don't that's not your cup of tea. Um go produce uh you know, Mortal Engine sequels and you know, have fun with that. It's all good.
2: Yikes to Mortal Engines. That movie was yikes. But anyway Yeah, I had um, to get I had to get I had to get a little
0: big in there. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
2: Um, but no, I will say I was speaking to the um, executive producer of uh, of Hitman, and I was telling him Hollywood's now become fifty-fifty. You have super, you have um, not superhero. I'm sorry. You have big blockbuster films that are obviously made to just gobble up a lot of money, and then you just have mm-hmm. Oscar bait films, and then you have that yeah. small little percentage of films that aren't blockbuster and aren't Oscar, um, that are just movies that kind of just fit right in, right right underneath. Um, but that's what Hollywood has now become. And, and we were talking about how Joker um, could be what bridges the two. Uh, it could be what's uh, not necessarily a blockbuster hit, but makes a lot of money um, and could possibly be an Oscar contention. And obviously, if you watch that trailer, they went more so for Oscar than they did for blockbuster. Um, you yeah, know, so, I definitely
0: mean, got more of the feel of like a logan s Right. Um, artistic picture than it does a, you know, um, action-packed blockbuster.
2: Right, 100%. So, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things to where it's like you kind of, as a director, you kind of got to get in where you fit in. And sometimes it means, um, like we, we said this before, we said um, sometimes if an actor, um, or not even an actor, but a director, Um, sometimes they might have to bite a bullet, do a project they don't necessarily want to do just to get the studio to back them for a project that the studio doesn't necessarily want them to do. Um, So you kind of got to play ball. Um, And if you're Peter Jackson and you want to, you know, you've made your name for yourself. So studios trust you. So if you want to continue to do um, uh, movies like, like you said, Mortal Engines and stuff like that, you can. But just know... Your audience isn't going to be as high as it would if you were to do an Aquaman movie. And as long as right. you're okay with that, I'm okay with you saying you're not a superhero guy. I'm cool with it. We can move on. Uh, yep. <laughs> but it's when you start to to belittle the superhero world that I then go, all right, well, like, let's talk about your bad. <laughs> you know?
0: But, yeah, um, See, seeing that. I don't even care so much about that. Like, everyone's got an opinion. Like, I don't need everyone to think like I do when it comes to things. No, 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 and no, no, no.
2: You can, I, I wanna you be can clear. belittle
0: all you want, but, like, ultimately, no, no, like. No,
2: no, no, I want to be clear. Don't don't come out and blatantly just poop all over something you know people are passionate about. Um, just because you're upset. Know, to, to me, it's just, it's unnecessary. It's the same thing. Here, here's, let me, let me trying to put it in proper context. Sure. How did you feel, Nick, when Game of Thrones, like this season, aired its first episode, like the first episode of the season, and you had 30 to 45% of the internet going, oh, Game of Thrones comes back? I don't watch that crap. It's stupid. Like, why? Why did you take time out of your day to, to poop on something? You obviously see that a large portion of the world enjoys. Like, what is going on in your life that you have to take time And just be that that meme for no reason. All right, cool. You don't watch it. Like, cool. No one asked you, like, hey, what do you think? And then you were like, oh, I don't like it. You just came out of nowhere just looking to be blatantly negative. And to me, let me put it this way. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Let me put it this way. It doesn't bother me, but when someone posts up one of the memes that is like, no one, literally no one, and then it says something like, this person, uh, yeah, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, you know, like I, I yeah, I'll I'll give the meme a like 'cause it it is it is indicative of the society that we live in. Um but it doesn't bother me, man. I don't care. Like I if I see someone post up like, Yeah, I don't even watch Game of Thrones. I'm just going like, all right, cool, good for you. Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> like it doesn't bother me.
2: I just I feel like whenever you do that, you just know you're opening yourself up. Um and as long as you're okay with that. I'm good. I'm good. But you can't just come honestly,
0: out... if good. You can't just come out. Uh, no, you go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, I was gonna say you can't just come out and think like, oh, you could poop all over something that I enjoy, but like I can't then spit it back to you. Like, all right, cool. You're right. not a fan sure. of this. Like, what do you like? Oh, I like blah blah blah. Oh, really? Because like no one watches that. It got canceled. So you know, <laughs> there you go. Hey, but that's you know, cool that's what too, man. When good like, shows everybody's got their
0: taste like that that's the thing everybody's got their taste and like honestly like if someone like if someone does come out and say like well I don't watch Game of Thrones like I'm just like well maybe you should like it's a pretty good show maybe you should yeah like Like, you're obviously I I would recommend it like
2: obviously you're 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 dying for attention so like watch it and be a part of it like you know it's it's easy (laughs) to do it's not difficult I just don't like when people like go out of their way to be negative
0: Here's the thing, like I, my my brother, um, he will never watch Game of Thrones. There is absolute like, like the the fantasy element of it, he's not a fan of that. The political element of it, that I feel like can sell the people who aren't big on the fantasy element of it, like he's not a fan of that either. <laughs> so like it's like there's there's literally nothing. For him to like sink his teeth into, not to mention because it's so long, it's almost impossible to get him to sit down to watch a two-hour movie. So he's definitely not going going to invest in like a long show. Now he would never be the one to post up like I'm part of the one percent of the population who doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Um, but nevertheless, like different strokes for different books. There's just some people who like you know don't don't you know don't subscribe to whatever, and we're all guilty of posting stupid shit on Facebook from time to time so I I don't know I just don't hold that against
2: people to me you posting something stupid is cool you going out of your way to be negative to stuff that you see people enjoy it's it's unnecessary it's unnecessary and it contributes to the bully culture that social media has become so no I'm I'm, I'm not a fan of the idea of you just being overtly negative just to be overtly negative you can not like what you want that's cool like if you came out and said like hey I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, and I think the show sucks. Cool. You're more than welcome to have that opinion. But if you're telling me you've never seen an episode and you're just being negative to be negative, that's where my problem comes from. Like, you, you get off of social media. Like, just say that to your friends sure. in, in person, behind doors. You don't need to, you know, you know, put all that negativity onto people who are just trying to, like, get on social media and talk about something they enjoy. That's
0: my own i agree uh, yeah, I agree there uh I think that just boils down to uh you have a problem with how people use use social media, which is fine i i can can totally agree with that um but nevertheless they do, and i just i guess i don't know i just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lose sleep over I'm not gonna invest time in worrying about it it's it's just kind of the way it is and yeah, whatever. But we we we've gone way longer on this topic than we need to. I feel like we can move on. A
2: hundred percent, a hundred percent. But you people suck. Anyway, um, <laughs> during a Q and A, during a Q and A, Disney CEO Bob Iger reaffirmed that reconfirmed. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't read my own. It's not even handwriting. It's typing. Um, reconfirmed that they will be taking a short hiatus from Star Wars films as they figure out their next move. Iger also uh, confirmed off and Weiss, I think I said that horribly but anyway uh, their film would be the next movie release um yeah just cool. say d and d yes thank you um, <laughs> David David
0: Benioff and DB wise
2: there we go but D and d is acceptable I will say that uh I'm extremely excited for this uh only only Nick if it's Knights of the Old Republic. If it is mm-hmm. not, I'm not as excited for it. I, of course, will still see nope. whatever they put out, um, sure. but I am not excited for it whatsoever. Um, Star Wars, to me, I kind of feel like at some point, just kind of work with it. Like, to me, I know it's not canon, but now that you're saying you're going to give us more shows on the Disney Plus app, give me Starkiller. Like, give me Starkiller. A lot of people want Keanu Reeves as Revan. Give us that. Like, you have so many opportunities to go out of your comfort zone and do stuff more as a fan service, rather than you just saying, look, we're Star Wars. Like, you're, you'll, you'll come see it. Like, yes, we will. But still, make it good. Make it worth the while. And we've all been waiting for Knights of the Old Republic. Nick, do you think their movie, after this short hiatus, after Episode Nine, will give us Knights of the Old Republic? huh? <sighs> Well,
0: I I'm just hoping that they're adapting some kind of source material at this point. Um because I like I at this point I've soured so much on Game of Thrones since last week. Um and it's 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 more complex complicated reasons than just they're bad writers. Um I, like I don't, I wouldn't surmise it to just that, um, but they need like we've seen what they can do without a with a blueprint, and then we've seen what they do without a you know a blueprint with just sort of um, little like ideas of where to to go with Game of Thrones, um, and they do much much better with a blueprint. Um, so whatever they're adapting, I hope there is like a. Very much a a um, a story that they can sink their teeth into and adapt and not stray too far away from. Um, I think they've proven to be capable in adapting good source material. Um, I, I worry if they are going to be telling their own original story. I would trust Ryan Johnson to do that way before I would trust D and D to do that. Just personal, my personal opinion. Um, that's not to say that they couldn't pull it off. I just, I would, I would be worried about it. I definitely hope it's Knights of the Old Republic. I think that sort of fits the, you know, the fact that they've done Game of Thrones, um, and they would have some pretty good source material to work off there, with a little leeway to, you know, to make some changes and, and do some different things. And what I, you know, what I'm hoping mostly is because they know they're doing a trilogy they can plan out the whole trilogy and not start it before um you know before they they have a beginning middle and end to it um i.e. what star wars has has done with this new trilogy um and also what ended up happening with the, you know the tail end of game of thrones where you know once they got through you know i guess the first they passed the books at different points throughout the show. But, you know, by the time they got to the seventh season, they were just completely past the books in pretty much every regard. And it just, the quality just definitely kind of suffered a little bit after, um, you know, after they got to a point where they didn't really have um, material to adapt, they were um, trying to come up with how to write a story only knowing where A was and where Z was, and it was up to them to get there, and they kind of failed in that regard, in my opinion. Um, Dane would disagree with me, um, and that's fine. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm definitely hoping for Knights of the Old Republic, and uh, like I said, mainly because it would be something that they have a lot of different material to go on um, that they could adapt, uh, and like I think you know you you could adapt a lot of the non-canon stuff and for the most part um i don't i don't feel like there's there's a lot of reason why you wouldn't just adapt that stuff for this particular case i understand why they didn't um utilize it for episode 7 8 9 um but i, I totally feel like you could um when it comes to uh this particular story make maybe a couple changes here or there But you know, I would I would kind of stick as closely to the source material as possible, um, because honestly, you've got the 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 real funny thing here is is that you know, essentially Disney loved The Last Jedi so much that they were like, we want Ryan Johnson to make his own trilogy, and then The Last Jedi came out, and half of all Star Wars fans were like, this fucking sucks, we hate this. Whether right or wrong, you know that was their feeling, Um, and then you know so you've got this guy who made a Star Wars film that half of Star Wars fans hate, um, you know to to, uh, you're giving him a trilogy, and then you're giving a trilogy to two dudes who, as of right now, are much maligned for the way they finished out Game of Thrones. So you've got two different projects that like. uh, huge fan bases are, are both kind of soured on. Um, it's like you don't, you don't have very great options to go with here. Um, but like I said, I'm hoping they plan this thing out beginning, middle, end. They have some source material to, to, to really get a lot from um, and don't have to stray too far away from it. And if they have that, I, I'm relatively confident that what we will get Assuming they do knights of the old republic um will be pretty fucking awesome um i'm just i'm 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 going i'm just tempering my expectations because because um, i feel like that's probably a necessary thing to do for for my my soul at this point
2: <laughs> i honestly don't um i slightly disagree with you, and where I disagree with you at is, I kind of feel like Knights of the Old Republic, I personally don't need you to necessarily follow a formula. Make it what you want. Only thing I stress is that I need goddamn Darth Malgus. You give me Darth Malgus, <laughs> I don't really care what you do. Um, yeah. But no, in, in all seriousness, I kind of just feel like Knights of the Old Republic, it's kind of like as long as you stick in that time, like the the time that they were in for the Knights of the Old Republic it's a really hard story to get wrong. Um, you can take as many liberties as you would like. Um, but as long as you go with the idea of the Sith has been gone for a long time, they had just come back, um, and Malgus is leading the charge. You can even run it somewhat, obviously not action wise, because I was very disappointed in that, um, uh, the, the Night King. Um, but you could run it the same way that you ran, um, uh, the, the White Walkers, to where it's like a myth. Like, people don't really believe it, so they see it. Um, and then if you remember the uh, the trailer for the, the video game, um, it was like they just, they hit, like, out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, my God, the Sith are back. They have returned. Um, you right. it, Like, it, it kind of writes itself. So as long as you kind of follow the, the guidelines, um, I, me personally, I'm fine with it. But to me, where my issue would come is when you don't give me Darth Malik. That is when I will go. All right, listen. I, no, I have no interest in what you're doing here. Give me Darth Malgus. <laughs> it's just that simple. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Jwan's
0: leading you. the hashtag Malgus or Riot uh, <laughs> crowd. Oh, a hundred
2: percent. Oh, a hundred percent. Because it's just like you are doing Knights of the Old Republic and you're not doing. Like, <laughs> you're not doing Malice? Who told you that was a good idea? Um, but no, <laughs> I. I, I I do agree with you in the sense of, and I honestly don't feel nervous about Ryan Johnson's trilogy. I thought what he was doing um, with The Last Jedi and the idea, because think about this, the only reason why a lot of people did not necessarily like it or hated it or whatever you want, you want to classify that as is because he didn't do what they all wanted him to do. To me, I don't have any issues with that. As long as it works. Like, just make it work. Same Same thing as um, Matt Reeves giving me two villains I've seen done before, twice before, uh, with Catwoman. Um, as long as the movie's good, you know who won't be complaining at the end of it? Me. I have no complaints. Yeah. Um, so to me I feel the same with uh Knights of the Old Republic. If you can just kind of focus on on surrounding it with the guidelines that I set, uh not that I said, like I wrote the story, but no, uh that, that I said, um Then To me, you should be fine. There should be no issues with it. Fans should love it. Uh, People who have never seen these characters before should love it. It should be a perfect balance. Um, Because I kind of think the show of Game of Thrones in the book um, are fundamentally different. I could be wrong. You you could definitely correct me on that, Nick. Um, But it's always going to be a difference between the the source material and you now trying to cater to people who have never read the book. Um so to me I'm I'm fine fitting right in the I wouldn't middle say
0: of that. fundamentally different until the last couple of seasons.
2: Oh, so the last few seasons are what are what's different? The first three were accurate?
0: Yeah, like the especially like the first three were almost like there were some small changes here or there, um, but most of which worked very well. Um but like they they kinda really I, I just feel like kind of really lost their way with a lot of the various characters, and you can even take it back to season five. Even I feel like after season four, it took a drop, and then after seasons five and six, it took another drop. Um, but uh, I mean that that's just my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean they they kind of I think they they lost. Um, they knew the overarching story, but they they didn't know how to utilize all of the characters that they had set up anymore because they didn't have all of the smaller stories of these side characters, and so they became a lot less significant. Whether it be Tyrion, whether it be Varys, um, you know, I mean, there's a there's a hundred, well, there's there's um, double digits worth of examples. Um, and like, you know, I feel like that's, that's kind of where they, they missed out. So that, that, like I said, that would be, um, that would be my fear. But again, if, if you know where you're going from beginning to end, um, with all of the characters that you set up and you know how they're all going to work in conjunction with each other, um, then I, I think they'll be fine. Cause I don't. I don't necessarily think they're um, – I don't think they're like these terrible writers or anything. I just think that um, they weren't quite sure what to do once they got past the books because there's just so many fucking characters in Game of Thrones, and it takes – there's a reason why it's taken George R. R. Martin like 16 years, and he still hasn't finished the fucking sixth book because like, even he – as great of a writer as he is is like wants to make sure that it's fucking perfect. If you're, if you're running a TV show, you don't have that luxury of waiting that long. So, you know, they had, they had to kind of do what they felt like they could do. um, And it just doesn't work on a lot of levels. Um, But, you know, I, I, again, I feel like taking on six hours worth of material versus, you know, you know what they—the the monumental task of what they had to do with Game of Thrones. I—it's it, not as much of a task. So in that regard, um, I would feel a lot more comfortable um, thinking that they would be able to pull it off.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, gonna trust them. I, I'm going to trust them. I'm going to trust them. And the biggest thing is just make it good, make it good, um, and as long and as make as you it next that, to
0: the Old Republic. Like that's yes, what we all want to see.
2: Yes, now. <laughs> All right, Malgus, Old Republic, make it good. That's it, simple. Um, But all right, let's let's move on. Disney acquires full control of Hulu. Disney has made uh, the um, the acquisition of the streaming service outright. As of last Tuesday, I believe, morning, Disney now completely owns them. Disney and Comcast announced a new deal, um, giving Disney full operational control of Hulu going forward. Nick. My question isn't going to be about your thoughts on them acquiring it, because I think we've talked about this before or at least speculated it. My biggest thing from you is going to be – and, again, you can still uh, talk to that. I'm not giving you your talking points. Um, But my biggest question to you is what is the biggest thing you would like to see Disney do with Hulu, whether that's a show, whether that's a movie franchise within Hulu. Um, like What's the biggest thing you'd like to see them do with it?
0: Well, it just makes sense to me that that would be their platform to um to house their um you know, more adult themed uh content. Um because is smart. They don't want to box themselves in to doing um just um you know, simply uh, you know, kid content or um you know, what 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 you might call um uh, Young adult content, like they want to be able to operate um, and and do a wide range of content, especially because with the Fox deal, they acquired a lot of various properties, like say Predator or Alien or you know anything like that. Like Hulu is the perfect place where you can stream those existing properties that already exist. You don't want to put them on Disney Plus because that doesn't really fit your brand. Um, but by doing this, you can do that, and like you know we have talked about before. Um, the rumors uh that well I think confirmation actually um that they're uh you know going to do um a ghost Rider and a hellstrom and 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 the rumor that they might uh do a blade series um on that format, and that you know potentially down the road they could pick up uh some of the netflix characters uh like that gives you that platform as well so uh so that I mean that's that's what I think you utilize that platform for most um is, is having your more adult themed content have a place to exist where it, it doesn't um you know you don't have to worry as much about it not being a uh it it, it having a weird juxtaposition with the majority of your content, which I expect to go on Disney plus whether it be your classic Disney movies or your MCU movies or your 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 spin off MCU shows um, that's where that will be housed um, and you know that's that's smart uh, you know especially after like I said after acquiring um, all of the properties that you're getting from Fox like you know they're going to want a place to house these various different things. Maybe Disney instead of, you know, trying to go in and make, you know, Predator or Alien rebooting those franchises as, you know, movies, maybe they look at it and say, "Look, like, you know, maybe we we'd be more successful in making like TV series based off of these properties and we could totally put those on Hulu. That would be great for us." Um so I think there's a lot of um, a lot of various things that they can do with that. Uh, it just gives them more opportunity, more flexibility um, by having a platform with which they can explore properties that they probably would not want to explore on Disney Plus.
2: Yeah, uh, the first thing I, I was going to say, um, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop you while you were talking because uh, you were obviously making the point that I was going to piggyback. Um, All your rated R content should go there. Like, if you want to keep Disney Plus, um, PG, um, or even PG-13, you could use Hulu for your rated R content. Like, um, Joelle said this before, we're getting the offenders um, on Hulu, uh, and they're obviously going to be very raunchy, very uh, somewhat rated R. Deadpool's animated show could go on there. Um, Like, if you're Disney, you could sit down with, with Donald Glover again and kind of get that that thing off and running, who lose a perfect spot for it. People would still uh, pay money to, to watch that, sh- uh, that show, uh, especially if you then team Deadpool with the offenders. Um, there's just so much you could do. And, and if I'm Disney, the first thing I'm thinking is is, you know just acquiring the rights back from Fox uh, opened up so much uh, money to be made. But also getting Hulu, it expands it because now you have Legroom. Now you have, all right, Disney Plus, movies, now Hulu. I have so many different places to just make billions of dollars. Um, so utilize it, use it. Um, I do think after next year, when you're able to use the Netflix characters again, um, I do think you should immediately bring them back and, and put them right on, on, onto Hulu. Um, if not, if you don't want to put them on Hulu and you kind of want to somewhat water them down, put them on, on Disney Plus and make it MCU canon. Like, don't make right. them can't, you know, don't make MCU canon to them. Make them MCU canon. Meaning, whatever's right. happening in real world, they're going through. Instead of you just going, right. like, all right, Age of Ultron happened. They never talked about it. All right, definitely, like, Infinity War happens. No one ever talked about it. Like it's just they're not talking. It's civil War. No one's really talking about it. So incorporate mm-hmm. more of those things into it because we want to see that they're affected by things that they should be affected by. Like the fact that they they uh in Daredevil, excuse me, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, like the law isn't really lenient on them being vigilantes. They're they're not. Like they don't. You know, you have uh a, of course a few officers that. Allow it to happen, but the law is definitely 100% against them being vigilantes. That would be the perfect time for you to exercise what was happening in Civil War. Like, why was that never addressed in a show filled with vigilantes for a street level that that should affect first and foremost? Um, So, I mean, just, you know, incorporate it more. You now have the leg room to do so. So, yeah, Yeah. I I completely agree with what what, you were going. Um,
0: Yeah. I would also say, just real quick, Mm -hmm. I kind of – I feel like just reading the tea leaves here, I kind of want to, like, not issue an apology, but I understand Netflix more now. Like, like, and their decision to kind of part ways with with Marvel. If they knew that this was coming down the pipeline, that, like – Marvel, like Disney, was gonna, you know, make their own streaming service, and you know, wanted to get all the rights to Hulu. Um, I don't know if, if maybe it's a situation where where Disney maybe paid them to stop making these television series, because um, they didn't want to have competing interest on a different platform, or if Netflix just decided, yeah, we don't want to, you know, make these anymore because obviously it's going to be you know um uh, bolstering up uh you know a, a big rival of ours in hulu um i i just i get it now like i i again i'm not i'm not recanting any of the um you know the 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 disappointment that i had in in hearing it but i do understand it you know from their perspective as far as it just being like you know it, probably a practical business decision on their part, especially if there is some sort of backdoor thing that we're not aware of in which Disney was like, Look, this is what we want to do. Like we know you have the rights to these characters. We will pay you X amount of dollars to just stop making these characters because we want to have all of our stuff in house now that we've got these other properties uh coming in. Um so, you know, I I I, I get it. I, I guess that's as, as much as I could say as I, you know, coming from Netflix's point of view, I just, I understand it now.
2: Well, if I did know about this, I would then a hundred percent want to continue it. until the deal was over. Um, and the main reason why is if I know you're creating um, or not creating, you're now becoming my sole competitor. Um, I then want to make as much money off of you as I possibly can, at least keeping Daredevil going. Um, that was one of your biggest draws um, from all of these superhero shows. I 100% if I was Netflix would be a, a, a complete uh, petty douche and, and um, you know, continue to to do at least another season, if not of all of them, at least a select few. Um, because it's well, like, all right, cool. Let me just say I, that. I know, we've got
0: we don't know what all the inner workings are that went on between we know the nothing. two of these. <laughs> right. So what I'm saying is because we don't know those inner workings, I'm not willing to, at this point in time, given what we've seen Disney do and um, making their own streaming service and getting all you know the, the um, basically the, the lion's share of, control from Hulu or complete control for, for Hulu um, I I'm not willing to condemn Netflix anymore for feeling like either feeling like they had to make the decision that they made or you know if if there was some kind of quid pro quo um, in which they got you know paid off to stop making these shows because Disney didn't want a competing interest of superheroes in the Marvel quote unquote Marvel cinematic universe even though you know it's it's blurred there. But if they didn't want that, like it it, it is a possibility that, that that some kind of payment took place in some regard. Um so I, I I'm just I'm not I'm not as much at a rush to blame Netflix anymore as I guess the point I'm getting at. No, I
2: understand your point. I'm just saying if I'm Netflix I'm still doing it. Um, I'm telling you, thank you, but no thank you for your check that you sent. I'm making another season of each of my shows, or at least two or three of them. Um, and when the, you know, the contract is up, you can take them back. You know, you no hard feelings; they're yours again. Um, we no longer want to continue with them because obviously you won't then make a deal with me to keep them. So you can take them back. I get Marvel. I mean, not Marvel necessarily. Disney not wanting them to continue. Um, but if I'm Netflix I I see no reason why I would I would not continue it. Um, because Iron Fist season two did very well. Punisher season two did very well. I didn't really like it, but it did, did very well. Daredevil season three we know did very well. Well um also, also we ahead, don't know
0: where the money stream is going from that revenue. So Netflix could be pouring all of the money in to make these, but could be paying Disney because of the 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 having You know the characters, utilizing those characters. Like we don't know all of how where the dollars go, and as far as who gets what cut and what it costs them to have those characters and all that. Well, I would assume
2: they have to be getting paid somewhere. Like whether it's on on the on the front end and Disney gets the back end, um, they have to be getting paid somewhere. Like they can't just be going, "All right, we just want the stream." Like no, no, no. you have to be getting paid somewhere.
0: But but again, like if you're Netflix would you rather be sharing this with a competitor or would you rather just be like you know what we're just going to fucking cut ties and we've got all these other projects that we could throw our money at um and maybe one or two or even three of those things are the next stranger things for us and then all of a sudden you know we're making even more money than what we were making off of those Marvel Netflix shows that are just as equally as popular. Cause I mean, really only two of those shows were really that popular um, being Daredevil and Punisher. The other three were very popular amongst us, but probably not as popular amongst average um, wa- average watchers. And, and if I took a straw poll, um, I, I think I could even amongst our, our, our proud of, uh, you know, the Geek Vibes Nation community, I think you would have several people who thought that, you know, you could take any pick of Iron Fist, of uh, Luke Cage, or Jessica Jones, and they would be like, well, I really liked one of those, but not the other two, or I really liked two, but not that one, or whatever. It, it was really two shows that were extremely popular, that um, seem- seemingly across the board that everyone enjoyed, and like, you're still you're dumping so much money into all of those to create them. Who knows how much money you're actually making on them? I I get it. I get it. I I I I get where you're coming from. And you're like, fuck it, dude. I'll just keep making them despite you. <laughs> but at the same time, I I do feel like maybe that's not in your best interest long term. Maybe maybe you're better served to try to find more original content that can capture people like Stranger Things um, and go with projects like that um, that are entirely your own. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, look I, I definitely get where you're coming from. I, I'm thinking more of just spite. I mean, like, how dare you go buy out Hulu um, and and, <laughs> and not only that, you created your own streaming service um, that – probably is going to generate more money than Netflix. Um, So I'm going to find a way to spite you. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to make these shows because I'm getting paid somewhere. So as long as that's still happening, I don't mind sharing with you, knowing that I'm still not only getting the followers, I am also still getting paid from it. So it's still a winnable situation on Netflix. And I feel like they they did – I
0: feel like – I think you already got the followers. Um, and I feel like, you know, like I just take, for example, umbrella Academy, maybe that's the next big thing. I know I haven't watched it yet, but I know a lot of people have, and a lot of people fucking love it. And have, I've heard only good things about it and like, why not invest your money and resources into that where there's no sharing, you're not putting the bill to pay, you know, pay out anything. It's all in, in house. Like, I don't know. I think that makes more sense for them.
2: Fair enough. Um, We got more news coming from Bob Iger. Bob Iger said Disney Plus plans to bring even more Star Wars content to the streaming platform outside the already mentioned Cassian Andor and the Mandalorian series. Nick, what is the one series you want to see come, uh, you want to see uh, the Star Wars world explore on Disney Plus?
0: Ooh, you're putting me on the spot here. Well, I I can go
2: first if you want.
0: Well, I'm going to say this. Uh let me set this up and then I'll pass it off to you and then uh, that'll buy me a little time to think. I think you're getting okay. the the uh, like a a really cool bounty hunter um maybe uh sci-fi western type thing out of the Mandalorian which I'm super keen on. I'm really excited for that. Um uh, the fact that Pedro Pascal is playing the lead in this this uh uh series is only only Gets me more hyped, so that's cool. I'm hoping with the Cassian Andor thing because of the little scene that we got at the very beginning of Rogue One, which again, I'm not the biggest fan of Rogue One as a whole, but Cassian Andor to me was probably not what we got on screen, but the allusions to what we got through um, his his role throughout the movie I thought was very interesting. Um, you know, he obviously mentions um you know at some point in that in that movie like you think you're the only one who's lost things like you have no idea um so i think having like almost like a spy thriller with him being like a spy for for the rebel alliance um in this in this again set in this um science fantasy star wars universe i think that's really cool so like let's say you get um a bounty hunter uh like, sci-fi western, if you will, with one, and then you get, like, a James Bond-esque, um, you know, may, maybe not quite as hokey as Bond, but, like, you know, you get a spy thriller Mission Impossible-type deal going on with the Cassian Andor thing. Like, again, I – like, for me, I'm thinking just build off of that and give me something completely different that still fits in within the universe – So much to the same degree as what Marvel was able to do with having the Winter Soldier be this kind of spy thriller. They haven't really done the the bounty hunter western type thing. I don't think that would fit their MO. Um, But they have done a lot like a heist type thing with Ant-Man and and various things. So I would just want something that is completely different than both of those. But still set within the same universe. Um, so that's my initial thought. What is your um, like? What is the idea that you have in mind?
2: I want three things. One, I want Star Killer. Um, I don't care that it's not canon. I want it and bring back Sam Witwer. Um, I also want, and this one I, I, I thought about a lot. Um, we saw during the events of. Uh, God, what was eight? Um, The Last Jedi, sorry. Um, yeah. We now know exactly what Luke was doing after the event of um, episode three. Episode three? Am I right? Yeah, episode three. Um, episode so six? I would love to see... No, no, no. Episode three. Return the of the end, Jedi? The first three that were... Yeah. I I consider it three because it was the first three that were made, it's but not, I get you in chronological order. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I get you. Return
0: of, after Return um, of the Jedi. Yeah, we got that in the right. video games, yeah.
2: Right. I would love to see Sebastian Stan who looks very similar to a young Mark Hamill.
0: I'm down um, with that.
2: Ex- explore the world of Luke Skywalker. Um, and you kind of do it the same way you're doing exploring Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan after a Revenge of the Sith. You could do that for Luke. Um, and I would just love to see him uh, you cast, obviously, a younger uh, Kylo at some point. Um, and just the events that led up, uh, led up to, because I would love for, like, whatever your final season is or if you go into it saying this is going to be a limited series, seeing a young Kylo Ren assemble the Knights of Ren is like, oh, my, yes. Yes. Seeing all of them take on a younger Luke Skywalker, getting the best of him, and then leaving and then that's when Luke kind of goes, I'm going to go off, beyond you know, be, be in isolation. I think that would be great. I think people would love it. It would be like an event kind of series. Um, and you've already seen Mark Hamill campaign Sebastian Stan on, on Instagram and Twitter uh, because he agrees that they look alike. Um, so to me, yes, make that happen. People would be all over it. Another thing okay. I would like to see. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, so I got – like, listening to you, I kind of got – I'm going to take a little bit of what you're saying. I, I've had this idea before. I think this would work really well. Um, do Shadows of the Empire because um, you could utilize uh, – Luke has a role, obviously, in Shadows of the Empire. It takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, you, could, you could use Sebastian Stan as your, your Luke Skywalker in that. Um, and, and, but have the, have it focused around Dash Rendar, um, and, um, kind of have it be your, your smuggler's tale. Um, you know, he's very much a Han Solo-esque character. Um, so it would, it would give, like, it would be something a little different and, and, and from the other two series that they've announced. Um, you, I mean, obviously you'd be tying in some, some, OG characters, you could um, the the way that they've recently canonized um, uh, fuck I forget what it's called the 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 new sun whatever the organization is the that Darth Maul runs in Solo I can't remember what it's called um,
2: yeah me either but so that
0: is that that is a that is an organization um, that. Existed in the extended universe and actually existed in within um Shadows of the empire and because we know mole ended up meeting his fate in rebels uh assuming that that's canon which i, I would assume it is um you know let's hope hope not. obviously uh yeah, I don't know we'll see uh it, I mean it depends, but I think you could you could um within that show sort of the rise of, of, of Prince uh, uh, Caesar, I think is his name. Uh, green dude, ponytail, um, you know, kind of kind of looks like Shang Tsung, but he's green. <laughs> um, uh, like, I think you could see his rise with um, that organization. Um, and I, I think that would be interesting in how all of that connects with uh, Empire and um, have, I mean, you could have a ton of cameos, whether it's Darth Vader, whether it's the Emperor, um, and you could maybe even set it up before where you could see, um, you know, uh, Darth Maul still being in control and, and kind of revisiting in live action form, um, you know, his his fall against uh, uh, Obi Wan, and you know, potentially even tie in some things from Rebels, some things from Solo. I think there's a lot of story there that you could sink your your teeth into, but I would have it centered around Dash Rendar because um, I've always thought he was a pretty cool character, um, and 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 somebody that they could um, that they could ultimately utilize. Now, one thing I would change is I would have him have like a whole crew, um, similar to that of like say like Firefly. Like he'd have this like very unique crew of individuals. Um, uh, either like Firefly, or, or you know, or like they did in Rebels, where there was, you know, it, it was is was a whole crew of people, a vast group of characters. Um, you can create some of these characters, um, but like if you're going to do a television show, I think you need to have like a a group, an ensemble of people to build off of. Um, and then, like I said, you could have these cameos, various cameos from different characters. Um, so I think that could work almost like in conjunction with your idea of having a post Return of the Jedi Sebastian Stan Luke Skywalker, um, and you could have him make, um, you know, uh, you, your your cameo here or there in the telling the story of Shadows of the Empire. Um, and obviously, a lot of Shadows of the Empire does focus on Luke Skywalker in the in the comics. Um. Uh. Or, or the the uh, uh the uh, novel novelization. Um. So, I think there's a lot of stuff there that you could sink your your teeth into. I think uh, a lot of that would be really fun.
2: I do know one character that rebels made me super interested in uh, was Thrawn. Thorn, Thrawn? Thron Thron. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Thron. I would love to see more on him. I would love to see more of a war based. Uh, admiral, general kind of feel. Um the Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see something like that with his character. Um, I have somewhat of an idea on who I'd like to see, um, but I think he's a, a typical casting that you put with the character. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see that also. And the fans want it. Um, I, I've been hearing this uh, for the longest, especially back when... Um, uh, Clone Wars brought him back. Give us a Darth Maul ship. And no we we don't need Savage so like hopefully that's not necessarily canon um, but I definitely do want to see the adventures of Darth Maul um, and that fan uh movie or Oh that's or show, definitely
0: canon bro. Yeah.
2: They I bring totally him back Clone
0: Wars just to make what they've already set up not canon <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah I know. I know. I know. Um, but, yeah, even that fan movie that we got that people thought was coming out on Netflix, but it was just a fan movie of um, you and showing show uh, the, the Emperor just sending Maul out to just kill Jedi, killing, you know, kill Jedi. I, I want him gone. Um, I think people would get super behind that. They would love it. Um, and there's so much you could do with it that leads up into facing off against Obi-Wan. Um, it doesn't have to be on the back on the back end of Darth, Maul, uh, Darth Maul's run.
0: There's a lot that you can do with Darth Maul in general because yeah. you know where we leave off with him in Rebels and where we meet uh, – I'm sorry – in, um, in uh, um, Clone Wars and where we meet up with him in uh, Rebels, there is a wide array of things that you can use to connect those stories. Um, and even leading into where we, uh, eventually see him in solo, um, there's a lot going on there, um, that I think, yeah, you could absolutely sink your teeth into. Um, and I mean, let's be honest, dude, Ray Park ain't doing much. Like, Ray Park would totally be like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fucked come back for that. Like, he'd be totally cool. Um, a
2: hundred percent. If that's who
0: you wanted to, you know, to recast. Um, uh, or, or, or I guess if that's who you wanted to keep as your lead, um, but yeah, no, I mean I'd be totally down for that too. There's, there's so, so many gaps there that you could um, come up with some really cool stories, and I don't think it would be terribly difficult to fit those stories into what you already have set as canon. Yeah, and you'd
2: definitely make it work. And I would like to say being a Sebastian Stan Luke Skywalker, I would love for you to have the guy who played Han Solo cameo. Um, I just yeah. Want to see more. I want to see more. Alden like, I did not Ehrenreich. hate that movie. Right. I did no, not hate that actually, movie. So if you're I actually, me, I could get... Go
0: ahead. I gotta eat crow. I actually really fucking liked Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. I thought he did a very Same here. good job. I, Same I, here. I really do. It's an impossible task, see... but he did about as good as I could have imagined.
2: And think of it like this, like if you're telling me Darth Maul existed during the time of Han Solo, you know what that means they could do because it's never been explored, right, Nick? You could have it be to where um, you have, you know, you have it be to where Luke is helping Han on a mission that results in seeing Luke versus Darth Maul, I believe, for the first time ever. I don't think that's ever been done. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. No,
0: that'd but be a, I don't think you could – he died before, at least in Rebels, he, he died before Obi-Wan ever, like, you, you know, started training Luke, so. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Unfortunately. God damn it, Rebels. And that, Filoni, I know, man, man. That just sucks.
0: That was such a bummer, and it was built up to be so, like – fucking badass, and then it being ended up being so anticlimactic. Like, it's
2: uh, so yeah, that, That's why I'm terrified. I'm terrified of um this upcoming last, or this upcoming season. I don't think they've uh, announced that it's the last season we'll ever get of, of Clone Wars, but essentially, yes, it's the last season. Uh, I'm nervous, because I'm like, you can mess this up, and I've, I've thought every season of Clone Wars was great. So I'm like, man, you're bringing it back, and you're bringing it back at the time to where it's like, the way you left it with that Yoda see, uh, season, it's like, all right, you're obviously yeah. venturing into Order 66. So, however right. many episodes you give us, it has to end with Order 66, with Anakin becoming, um, you know, Darth Vader. So, it's like, I don't know how they're going to do it, but one thing I know is the way I trust Feige with the MCU, I 100% trust baloney in um the Star Wars uh, animated universe, even though I yeah. don't like that he... Gave us when he gave it with Darth Maul for, for Rebels. I'll never forget. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw out one more thing. Um,
0: yeah. uh, Rosario Dawson uh, playing Ashoka, she's mentioned that she would be interested um, at, at one point in time, like that she, she would be interested in portraying that character. Um, and the way, I don't know if you saw the conclusion of Rebels, but the way they ended that, um, there is still room for that character to have an art going forward um so i i totally would think that you know that could be a thing um the main and you know reason, i would i would very much enjoy watching the, that
2: the main reason i'm hyped for the idea of that is purely to see a flashback of hayden Christensen's <laughs> anakin skywalker with a young ahsoka um because yeah. his three movies in history movies, there was never any mention of him ever having a Padawan. That was new mm-hmm. for Clone Wars. Um, but it was one of those things where it was like, you could make that work because you have the ability to say he's had a Padawan, they just never talked about it. Um, which right. is weird, but it worked. Um, so to see a young, well not a young, but Hayden Christensen with a young Ahsoka, I I'm, I could already picture it in my brain, and now I want it desperately. Um, so yeah, I mean, be we've cool. just given... We've just given Bob Iger numerous shows he can give us, and I can guarantee you, Nick, all the shows he will give us will be nowhere near anything we've just said <laughs> nope. we wanted. Uh, so we just got ourselves extremely high-pitching ideas to each other. I tell you all what,
0: I definitely would not have predicted a Cassian Indoor show. So, you know, there <laughs> is that.
2: Who knows? Who knows what we could get? Um, but I definitely will yeah. say I would not be upset if I heard a report that we were getting a Han Solo show based around the guy who played him in the movie. I'd be 100% yeah, I'd be fine okay with it. that. Um, and, and it'd be a chance to get Amelia Clark back, um, you know, because after Game of Thrones, who knows what she's up to. Um, so and just I so thought more that was
0: – I've been slightly critical of her acting ability outside of Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, I thought she was pretty fucking good in that movie. I really did.
2: Yes, I completely agree with you. All right, we got one last quick topic. I love this, man. We're, we got through all of our topics. Who would have thought? Me and you get through all of our topics. Um, all right. Mortal Kombat, uh, reboot by James Wan, uh, gets an official filming location in South Australia. Should be getting, should be beginning filming sometime this year. Uh, Nick, how hyped are you for a Mortal Kombat reboot by James Wan? Nonetheless, who so I think is either the producer or the director. He's a producer. But I, I think it's He's not director, right? Yeah. Right. It's not the director. Right. They have
0: some commercial fucking director, director which you know. We'll see. to
2: me, let me um, say really quickly, really quickly, I'm yeah. okay with that, mainly because he oversaw. Um, uh, the guy who directed, like, the Annabelle movies and stuff like that, and they were pretty good. So, it's like, he does have good directing okay. skills. so right, Fair that. enough.
0: Um, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever be cool with a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, only because, like, you know, I feel like I have, I, I've already, like, completely contextualized like a whole Mortal Kombat combat, like, um story and maybe a third of a script with it so um, I already have in my head how I want it to go um, and I'm sh- assuredly not going to get that um so but putting that aside I I do think that it, a lot of this is going to depend on depend on casting um, and it's also going to depend on the um, What version of the story do they want to tell? Do they want to stick more closely to the source material? Do they want to venture outside that? If so, how do they venture outside that? There are so many questions involved. Like To me, Mortal Kombat has one of the coolest mythologies of any story, never mind the fact that it's a video game. Um, I think if you just stick to that, you can stick to the introduction of this world being – Luke Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, um, Shang Tsung, Kano, you know, Raiden, those those kind of main characters. Um and then branch off from there, I, I do have a fear that this is going to end up not being that good. <laughs> um I and maybe well, I'm just maybe I'm just you know, like trying to temper my expectations so that I'm not disappointed. Um but uh, you know, I I, I am skeptical, um, and you know just because it's been in pr- a production hell for so long, that doesn't true, usually but... bode well either. Um, but you know, like hopefully, I you know hopefully it turns out to be really cool. Like honestly, namely what I want to see from a Mortal Kombat movie, I want to see some really fucking badass fight scenes. I want to see something on the level of, say, Unbox or any sort of old-school jacket.